Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, the 21st of July. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Laura Cook. $2 billion of U.S. funding is announced to tackle excess heat and climate change. I would have said it was urgent two decades ago. (laughs) And Russia confirms its military goals now extend beyond the eastern Donbass region. Underlying everything that they've said is a desire to take most of Ukraine. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in the United States, where President Joe Biden has announced that the Federal Emergency Management Agency will provide $2.3 billion to help build cooling centers to deal with excess heat and other impacts of climate change. According to a White House official, this includes funding for a program to help local communities expand flood control, shore up utilities, and retrofit buildings along with keeping heating and cooling costs affordable for low-income families. Joellen L. Russell, professor of geosciences, planetary science, hydrology, and atmospheric science at the University of Arizona, said she was more interested in the mitigation efforts. However, she considered the president's announcement was a step in the right direction. We've got wildfires and drought and uh, massive heat waves, 100 million people undergoing extreme heat today just in the U.S., and that doesn't even cover what's happening in Europe or uh, Australia. These are spectacularly tough things, and they're only going to get worse unless we tackle the problem with everything we've got. Professor at the College of Environment, Forestry, and Natural Sciences at Northern Arizona University, George Cox, said, Biden's announcement signals a climate emergency. I would just say that although the president didn't make an official declaration today, um, he made it clear that he believes that, and I do too, that we are in a climate emergency and that it's a situation that will only worsen as we continue our reliance on fossil fuels for energy. George adds that we need to provide better incentives for alternatives as the desperation for change amps up. I would have said it was urgent two decades ago. (laughs) And so today, I still think it's very urgent. It's definitely not hopeless. uh, But the sooner we get on reducing our emissions really vigorously, the better. This comes as around 100 million Americans from New York City to Las Vegas are under extreme heat warnings as temperatures rise above 100 Fahrenheit, or 38 degrees Celsius this week, according to the National Weather Service. Meanwhile, wildfires continue to rage across Texas in Somerville County, scorching over 6,300 acres and 16 homes. On Monday, a disaster declaration was issued in Somerville County due to the threat of fires. Russia has declared that its military goals in Ukraine now extend beyond the eastern Donbass region. The announcement was made by the Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, who has also said that peace talks make no sense at the moment. Asgold Krushalitsky is the Times reporter in Ukraine. I've spoken over these months that I've been here to um, senior Ukrainian politicians and 
senior military people. And they've always um, said that the Russians have never, even after they were pushed away from uh, the capital cave and some of the battlefield defeats, underlying everything that they've said is a desire to take most of Ukraine. This announcement has confirmed earlier US accusations that Russia was preparing to annex parts of Ukraine. The initial invasion was due to a false claim by Russia that Russian speakers in Ukraine's eastern Donbass region were suffering a genocide and needed to be liberated immediately. Five months on and parts of the east and south of the country are now occupied by Russia. After failing in their initial aim of capturing the capital city of Kyiv, They've now claimed their main objective was the liberation of Donbass. On the way, more on Elon Musk versus Twitter and a slime wall heightened senses in New York. Times of London Daily World Briefing. It's a story which has been making headlines across the world and rumbling on with a court date now set for autumn. It's the Elon Musk versus Twitter case. Twitter is suing Elon Musk after he filed to terminate a $44 billion deal to buy the company. Professor Brian Quinn from Boston College Law School told Times Radio that, at first, the purchase of Twitter was meant to be a fun move. You know, he's he's going to finance this mostly through the sale of Tesla stock. Uh, The price of Tesla stock started to fall. The market generally for this kind of company uh, started to fall. Uh, And it's what what looked like like a fun... A fun, trivial thing to do suddenly became very, very expensive, and he began to look for a way out. And that's where we are right now. Musk has claimed his reason for pulling out of the deal was that Twitter did not provide enough information about the number of fake accounts and bots on the social media platform, and that they did not supply his team with enough data to create their own analysis. The Tesla CEO made waves last year when he revealed a major investment in Bitcoin, but most of the holdings of the cryptocurrency have now been sold off. Just last year, Musk took to Twitter to outline Tesla's position on Bitcoin to say that they would not be selling any. He said that the move was not a reflection of Bitcoin, but more of a need for cash. He did, however, refer to cryptocurrency as a sideshow to the sideshow. To Iraq now, where on Wednesday, the country's foreign minister visited the site of a strike on a mountain resort in the northern province of Dohuk that killed eight tourists and injured 23. The government has said it will call back the Iraqi Shah Jafar in Turkey for consultation after accusing Ankara of carrying out the strike. Turkey has denied these claims, adding the attack wasn't an act of terror The foreign minister said that Ankara was saddened to hear of the casualties from the attack as Turkey takes care to avoid casualties. Turkey has denied these claims, adding that the attack was not an act of terror. The foreign minister has said that Ankara was saddened to hear of the casualties from the attack as Turkey takes care to avoid casualties. Faud Hussein spoke at the scene of the attack in Zakho, saying all Iraqi representatives held a unified position regarding this tragedy. Later on Wednesday, dozens of Iraqis gathered outside the Turkish embassy in Baghdad in a demonstration. The attack was condemned by the top United Nations envoy to Iraq in a statement published on Twitter calling for an investigation. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Now, with more on the Ryder Cup captain stripped of his role, 
Here's Kane Reeves. The search for a new European Ryder Cup captain ahead of next year's competition in Rome is underway. Swedish player Henrik Stenson, winner of the Open in 2016, was appointed as captain in March and has now been stripped of the role. It's after he became the latest high-profile player to sign up for the Saudi-backed Live Golf Series. Ryder Cup Europe made a statement saying it had become clear that Stenson would not be able to fulfil certain contractual obligations to Ryder Cup Europe. Denmark's Thomas Bjorn and England's Luke Donald are among the favourites to replace Stenson. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. A Nashville singer who won a standing ovation at America's Got Talent has died at the age of 41. Nolan Neal also appeared on season 10 of The Voice in 2016. According to reports, the musician died on Monday night in his apartment and was found by his roommate. He had spoken publicly many times about his struggle with substance abuse and won an ovation with his song that he wrote about getting sober. Though the extent cause of death has not been confirmed, Neil's cousin, Dylan Seals, has told People magazine that he ultimately succumbed to his battle with substance abuse. He added that he was one of the most talented people currently in the entertainment industry. And finally, Slime features in a major exhibit in New York to tap into the senses, help with grief and get children off their computers. The enormous slime wall at the Slumu Institute in New York is decorated by visitors. A 350-gallon slime lake and a glow-in-the-dark slime cave are just some of the features of the exhibit started by two friends. Aaron Rabinovitz, my partner and I, um, have been really good friends for 14 years. Both of us, about five years ago, went through really personal uh, tragedies. So the two of us were together at front as friends and Karen discovered slime. She fell in love with slime because it made her feel good. Schiller says slime taps into all the senses and the Slumu Institute is a venue made for sensory play experiences. It helps children of all ages off their screens and into the Slumiverse full of never-ending handcrafted slime, yummy scents, vivid colours and soothing ASMR delights. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 21st of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.